Welcome to the Joel Altstein Recast, a good Joel Osteen sermon made gooder. He's Brandon, I'm Larry. Why in the world are we qualified to host this recast? Because just like Joel Osteen, we did not graduate from Oral Roberts University, and we too did not get any theological training. 30 minutes of a Joel Osteen sermon, which without some of the less theologically sound misnomers. Okay, Brandon, let's get into it. Divine Detours, the name of Joel Osteen's sermon this week, or the name of the new ride at the Noah's Ark theme park in Williamsburg, Kentucky. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, the theme park in Williamsburg. It is a giant Noah's Ark paid for ah. by the state of Kentucky where people go to. I don't think it's there are any rides there. I think it's just the, the No, it, it, there is. There's roller really? coasters and there's like bumper cars. And this truly, the Divide Detours is the bumper cars. It's, no, it's not. It's the name <laughs> it of the sermon. But it might be. <laughs> Could be. Let's look at the tail of the tape. Divide Detours originally aired October 16th, lasted 27 minutes and 20 seconds short. Pre-sermon joke was about how to train your dog. You always important. Ask for money. Graphic did not, by the way, Brandon, pop up until 17 minutes and 45 seconds in which is suspicious because that's like five minutes later than every other time we watched this. So why do you think he pushed the, the ask for money graphic back? Didn't he, didn't he also have an ask for uh to sell his book graphic somewhere in there? Oh, he did. Yeah. There was a, there was a, Oh, you know what? Uh, maybe that's what it is. Cause I watched it on TV. I actually oh. record the show what? and I watch it live oh, because Lord. I want to be in the spirit with Joel. Oh so I actually didn't watch it online. Like you said it. So that might be why <laughs> they did it because he had a big, like push for his new book. Is you it, know, the, the new great, you can be God's great chosen you or whatever it's called. Is it better? Is he better on the small screen? Should I get him off my computer and put him onto the small screen? I, I think he is magical in Thank any, uh, any uh, media. Like really getting into this. The giant earth globe behind Joel turned on its axis 19 times during the sermon. No tears this week from Joel. I guess detours equal no tears. Very complex in his outfit. He went striped tie backed by a striped shirt. Joel, so stripey. Here we go, Brandon. Let's play the game that's sweeping the nation. Can I sum up the Joel Osteen sermon in one sentence? According to J.O., you might be going the wrong way just because God likes a wild goose chase. Did I get it? <laughs> I think that's close. Or you might be going the wrong way because God is a puppet master. Yes, I think that true. might also be a good title for it. Let's see if Brandon did, in fact, listen to this week's sermon. Brandon, complete this phrase from J.O. Don't fight it. Go with it? No, flow with it. Oh, Damn, flow you didn't with it. even watch this. You just <laughs> made that whole thing up. I got it close. Flow and go. God bless. It's not that hard. Don't fight it. Flow it. Oh, geez. All right. There's so much damn wrong with this sermon this week, but there's so whoa, much. Whoa, whoa, right. whoa, whoa. You are. No, that's not. There's nothing wrong in your uh, world. With okay. This. Well, so I do believe most of Joel's sermons only deal with goodness, which you like to say. I love that so much. Like, it's all goodness with fresh flowers and sunshine all of the time. But this week, Joel tells us there's badness in the world, and God is helping with the badness. God Brandon, God makes the badness happen to oh, teach you a lesson. That is hard for me to take. 
Yeah, I mean, it's God is giving you, uh, you know, gout and uh, a, a, you know, hemorrhoids and a, a wild dog uh. attacking you so you can learn something and do something better because it is a detour. Not It's not the end of the race. It's just a detour. Did you have a particular bad theological moment of the week you want to get into or do you want to run through them? I have the, the theological moments in this sermon particularly were so confusing and befuddling <laughs> that I would love for you to run through them because the whole Mary and Paul, like I was like, what is your point, Joel? What are you trying to say? Well, the Mary one I thought was not too bad, but um, bad moment of the week, Jesus taking a detour through the Mount of Olives. Yeah, yeah, absolutely taking a detour and, and Peter cutting off the ear. Yeah. That was it. Uh, Paul gets shipwrecked so he could save souls on an yep. island. Yes. I was like, I'm not sure that's what that whole thing was about, but sure, if you want to. I mean, basically, you could say anything. He can make anything work. Joseph in his Technicolor jacket takes a detour. I really enjoyed the Mary one because you kind of really do lay out. She really does take a long detour, right? She's a virgin, so her husband's like, hey, I can't marry you. Then, you know, she they're trying to find the manger and they're knocking on the wrong doors. But the point was that, that what he was saying is that it was God. God was doing all that because it had been prophesied. There was a prophecy in place that, that, that Mary had to go through all this crap because God couldn't make it work any other way. That's what I got from that. That's why the theology, I was like, wait, because it was written in the Old Testament, Mary has to have a sucky, uh, it's just to have a baby in a manger. I, it just, I, I don't know. It just, I had a hard time with it. Once again, I'd like to reiterate that we can't blame Joel for his bad theology because nobody ever gave him bad theological training. So let's not blame Joel for this. No, I, I love Joel's visions of what heaven is or is not. Do you remember last week when he said heaven is a giant warehouse filled with boxes of uh, um, of unproven dreams? I just like what he like. Uh, here's heaven. Yeah, and I love how he uses like the angels. The angel comes yeah. and says, hey, Joseph, you know what, dude? I know this sucks, but look, God's got, got it. I'm like, oh, because that's how angels talk to us. Like, they're just your buddy down at the down at the lodge who's, who's telling me a story. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I don't know. I'm not. I'm just spitballing here, but it doesn't feel like what an angel would do. So this week, he tells us what God does not do in heaven. He says God is not up in heaven working to trying to fix all the things that Satan is doing. No, absolutely not. He's He's letting it happen because he's a puppet master. I mean, if you listen to Joel, Satan is just some like comedy character out there. The God's the actual creator of all this game. <laughs> Satan's just the guy gets blamed for it. He does give us this crack. I'd just like to double down on this a little bit. Like he, Joel to me has never really said bad things happen. He's like, Joel is for me kind of letting us in the secret that there are bad things out there. When mostly he's just talking about sunshine and rainbows. Well, I think that he's forced to. It's funny. You you got me. I went down a rabbit hole last night because I was watching. I watched the 60 Minutes interview with Joel uh, in 2007. Yeah. Oh, that's and a good And it was one. amazing that how little has changed over the last 13, 14 years. He's a rock, bro. Uh, he's a rock. It, it's he. It's the smile's the same. Uh, yep. I did watch uh, Victoria and Joel at oh, home. Yes. They answer questions. Yeah. She's a ball buster. No question. She runs. She wears a pants. In that really? Pants. Oh. She scares me, man. She's a tiger lady. Uh, she's I guarantee you she's making the big decisions there. She's sort of the power behind the throne, if you will. Was she wearing yoga pants? 
No, no. She was okay. just wearing like a mom shirt or whatever. But okay. uh, she just looks, they both have a lot of Botox working for them. And, Shut up. No. Oh, yes. Oh, really? lots of Botox. Oh, look at his forehead. Doesn't wrinkle at all. And it's, it's got veneers. Ah, the dude's a machine. He's awesome. But I I think that that's, that's what I, I went down that rabbit hole and that was a mistake. Why? Because it was just, I just, it made me even more like to think that this dude's been getting away with this for as long as he has. It stuns me. And people well, just show up. They're like, Joel, I know I got cancer. My kid just killed himself and uh, I wrecked my car and I lost my job. My wife left me. But you know what? It's all part of God's plan. It's all the detour. Okay, so here's this question. Do, do you think he's got a proofreader that reads? Is the same proofreader that reads these sermons before he gives it? I'm sure he's got an editorial team. Okay, I, I'm sure of it. They, I'm not sure he does because this is why. If I had a dollar every time he talks about buying the compact center in Houston, he has used that in every single sermon. No matter what the topic is, he's always yeah. talking about. Because it's such a big deal to him. Just well, shows you you two could be great. Hey, well, dude, his daddy started off the ministry in a feed store. And 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 I just came out, listened to the Lord. And the Lord told me to buy the compact center. And it wasn't it, the first time. The first time we tried to buy it, the guy sold it out from under us. And the second time we tried it, the guy did it again. But the third time it was God's plan. I was just, I love that he used the cop uh, thing where he, well, he's no, getting a speeding ticket. Get, all, right, no, all right, all right. Hold up oh, on that. We're going to close with so that. Good. That's so good. Yeah, but he, if you're Joel Osteen, I'm assuming lots of good things have happened to you in your life. But he continually comes back to buying the compact center. Doesn't someone say, Hey, Joel, I read your sermons for the last six months. Use a different story other than buying the compact. It doesn't need to. The, the sermon is exactly the same as it was when he first started preaching. I mean, it is almost word for word verbatim the same exact sermon as when he started in 2001 or 1999 or whenever it was 20 years ago. The dude has a packaged sermon. He basically is saying to you, you know, name it and claim it. He is a he is a prayer Jabez guy. Okay. He is that guy. Well, okay. I'm just saying. So he I'm doesn't need to, to change offended. the sermon. He you, doesn't you, need to change it. We're 12 minutes into this uh, recast now, and you finally made me angry. All right. So I would like your review of Joel's story about his wife losing her big ass wedding ring and then finding it when a policeman pulled him over and she found the big ass rock in the back of their glove compartment. Oh, that was one of the great stories ever <laughs> because God was the master puppeteer in that situation. He lose they lose the ring. They looked all for it. And Joel was like, I just gave it up. I just assumed it was lost. He gets pulled over because, you know, it's 60, but he's going a little fast. <laughs> nudge, nudge, wink, wink. So he gets pulled over by a statey. <clears throat> it turns out the statey's dad is the head usher. And Joel, of course, you know, nudge, nudge, wink, wink. I met your dad. He was a great guy. <laughs> so the guy's like, I'd like to come to your church. Joel, I've, He's like, I'd like to know uh, Jesus Christ, my personal savior. And Joel saved him right there on the side of the road. But while that was happening, Victoria is looking for the license and registration. <laughs> she digs down in and she finds her 22 carat diamond, which I don't know what car it was that no one had seen this. No one had been there for three years. It's a I had a hard time with that part. I had a hard time with that part. I would kind of wonder what kind of car it was. It wasn't a beat up old, you know, like 84 Audi. It, it was, I just was having a hard time with that one. It was a good one though. It was really good. So uh, that was my other question. Like what percentage of people in and around the Houston Metro area recognize Joel Osteen? Like 
what are the odds? I mean, are the odds fairly high that a cop pulls him over? Oh, that's Joel Osteen. Yeah, I would think so. I mean, he's really, probably the, he's probably the most famous megachurch pastor in America, don't you think? What? Who's bigger? T.D. Jakes? <laughs> yeah, that's great. No, is that because you went to a Christian concert this weekend? Why <laughs> you pulled the T.D.? Is that because you went? I mean, yeah, that's a, a great famous pull. guy. He's always in the news for doing shady things. He is? Yes. He's the guy that buys and says it's okay for him to be rich. There's that other guy that that other megachurch pastor has his own planes because he can't possibly oh, no, go minister. No. What's, because- his, um, what's the singer, uh, the young guy? Uh, his mega pastor church guy is bigger than Joel Osteen. What's a, oh, I know you're t- Justin Bieber's yes, guy, but he got fired. Pastor. He got yeah. fired. He now he wasn't bigger than the Joel Osteen. No way. Joel Osteen's the biggest pastor in America. Yeah, dude, he has twenty thousand people a weekend at his services. What about Luis Palau? Is he bigger than Luis Palau? I don't know. I don't know who that is. Okay, so all right, Joel used a uh, reality show reference in this week's sermon, and I'd like to. I'm going to give you multiple choice on what the name of the reality show that he used was. It the Great Galileo Bake Off. Sons no. of Thunder, Real Housewives of Nazareth, Undercover Apostles, or The Bachelorette, Garden of Eden. Which one was Real, it? Real Housewives. Of Nazareth. Of Nazareth, yeah. I was paying attention. <laughs> that was really good, right? Yeah. I thought it was, that was like the Real Housewives classic, of Nazareth. Jewel. And he, you know, he's so happy because he doesn't normally give a lot of jokes. He was so happy when he landed that reference. Oh, yeah. He was so happy when he got to talk about the cop pulling him over for winking at the audience because he was speeding. Oh, so good. Is that I, love a true to see Joel. I do love to see him happy. It, it is nice. Was that a true story? That's the last thing I'll say about that story. You think that really happened? She really the lost cop? The, the, She really lost the Reading Wing? No, no. Totally he made ma- up. He made that whole thing up. I believe he made it up. Oh, but my that's just gosh. It's too far-fetched. All right, Brandon, let's finish with the big questions. Are you going the wrong way? Absolutely. Brandon, are you fighting it or flowing with it? I am fighting it. Brandon, does God you have you in his GPS in the sky? Mm, yes. Thank you for listening. Let go. Let God. Let Joel. Phew. I told you I was a crap baby, but you just feel very rewarded.